Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. There's a town in Derbyshire, and every Shrove Tuesday they have a football match. But this is no ordinary football match. The goals are three miles apart, and it lasts for eight hours. Thousands of people take part, and the shops have to be boarded up to stop them getting trashed. There aren't many rules. No murder, no motorised vehicles, and stay out the graveyards. Otherwise, pretty much anything goes. People only occasionally die. They've been playing it for hundreds of years. There used to be matches like it all over the country. Pancake Day, Mardi Gras, Carnival. What's the point? A big blowout before Lent? Before we all fast and pay homage to Jesus' 40 days and nights in the wilderness? Or is it just a good excuse to go a bit crazy after the long, dark days of winter? To open the pressure valve and release? Thing is... Once that valve is opened and all that pent-up hot madness starts to jet out, sometimes it's not so easy to screw the cap back on. Somebody's going to get burned. The system. Or how to save the world in five easy steps. Step four. Light the blue touch paper and run like hell. The middle of the night. We're in the grounds of a manor house. Six feet away, too many masks. I push Maya behind me, take a step forward. But the men just stand there, turn towards the dark woods we just came out of. We found them! They're here! One of them turns his head to the other, and then they run, and I go after them. Jake, what are you doing? They peg it across the lawn, down towards the sea, and then I see why. A little jetty, a boat with dark figures on board. The engine fires up. One of the men is ahead, almost at the jetty. But the other one's lagging. I lunge towards him, grab onto his coat. I yank him towards me, then shove him hard and he falls to the ground. I'm on top of him, twisting him over, ripping the mask off his face. A boy. He can't be much more than 16. Breathing hard. Fear in his eyes. He's terrified. I roll off him, onto the ground. He looks confused for a second, then grabs the mask and runs to the jetty. He falls into the boat and it speeds away across the moonlit water. And disappears around the headland. One thing I never expected is that I would have to babysit five billionaires tripping balls on magic mushrooms. One of them is crouched, wrapped in a blanket, staring very closely at a toadstool. It's a funny word, isn't it? Fun. Gus. Fun. Gus. Fun. Gus. Fung. The only time my father ever cooked for me, it was a tin of Campbell's condensed mushroom soup. He hadn't heated it up properly, so it was completely coagulated. But I was too scared not to eat it. Eventually, I managed to get most of it down, and then it all came straight back up again all over the big rug. Lovely. He was furious. Never made lunch again. The mushrooms are just the bits we can see. The fruit, the flowers. Okay. Underground, these vast fungal networks. They call it the wood wide web. (laughs) Do they? Everything in this forest is communicating with each other via these invisible strings of fungus. If we listen carefully, maybe we can hear it. Did you hear that? What? What? I thought I heard something. It must have been the wind. <laughs> There's a type of mushroom that 
can actually possess an ant. Is there? Mm. It gets into its body and makes it do things. What things? Climb a tree as high as it can go, then clamp its jaws onto a branch. Then the fungus explodes out of its body and releases its spores all over the forest floor onto all the ants below. And thus, the cycle continues. Oh. I was possessed by a fungus. Were you? It was called Eaton College. Uh-oh. <laughs> Except I didn't quite make it to the top of the tree. Oh. See those men over there? There's another man lying on his back. He's waving his hands around above his head like he's drawing a picture in the air over his face. Just past him, another two men are lying on their backs with the tops of their heads touching. They're singing something. Doesn't seem to have a tune. But they seem pretty pleased with it. Five minutes ago, they were sobbing and clutching each other like terrified little boys, so this is a definite improvement. Oh, and just beyond them, a fifth man is walking slowly round a tree, over and over again, mesmerised by the pattern in the bark. Yep, I see them. They've been possessed by fungus too. Oh, no kidding. How much did you take? She said it was a significant dose. And did she say why? To dissolve our egos, we think we're separate. But actually, we're not. We're all part of the shimmering constellation of life, you see? Yeah, I'm aware. I need to tell you something. Okay. Over there. Uh... Now, if you go that way... Across the dual carriageway. Do you know what's there? No. A big, gaping wound. Oh, dear. It's my fault. Is it? I let them do it. I let them rip open the earth and pull it out. Pull what out? The coal. Oh. My children said I shouldn't do it, but they offered me so much money. So much money. I thought I could give it to them. I thought I was doing a good thing. But now Theo's not even speaking to me. He says he doesn't want my money. You know what? Good for Theo. Oh, God, I don't feel well. I don't feel well oh, no, babe. at all. Get it no, out. No, no, Get no. it out. Oh, oh, <laughs> OK, that's, that's all right. Yeah, let it all out. Oh, oh OK, um, they're gone, I think. I can't see anyone. The main house is all locked up. Oh, oh. Is he okay? Mm, yes and no. How could he have not known he was on his own land? It's the guest quarters. It's all right. It's all right. We went on a boat. I thought we were in Norway. I thought we were in Norway. God, he's mangled. How much longer are they going to be like this? God knows. If we gave them some sweet tea and some hobnobs, they might go back to normal. Well, you got any? Oh, weirdly, I didn't bring my come-down kit with me. As I'm saying this, we hear a sound. Three black shapes appear over the horizon. Helicopters swooping towards us overhead. The cavalry has arrived. I look over at the men. They're looking up at the sky, terrified by the noise. What are they seeing? Giant insects coming down to eat them. The hedge fund manager starts screaming. And I can't be completely sure... But I think the betting tycoon just wet himself.
we're on the motorway back down south. Loads of men in body armour asked us a million questions and then told us they'd take it from here. Our career as secret agents is done. It's all over the news. The heroic rescue. No mention of us though, just the security services. Maya's got her feet up on the dashboard, too wired to sleep. She holds up her phone. Still going, look. 12 hours, 4 minutes and 37 seconds left. It's the Lord of Misrule's ticking clock. In the background, that stupid chant thing. Maybe they forgot to turn it off. Maybe it's not over. We found them. It's over. They played their hand. The views are off the chart. Wait, one second. What? The stuff flashing up. It's not just about the five kidnapped guys. It's about other rich guys too. Look, this is about an American fracking billionaire who believes that climate change is God's will. Hey! I grab the phone and toss it into the back seat. Get some sleep. How hard is it to get the location from what's his name? Jabble. Weevil. Did he put on much resistance? Well, I had to chase him to the toilets. The first location we get is the exact place where they are. What, what are the chances? Well, someone's eventually going to find it. What if they wanted us to find them? What does it matter? We found them. But who's behind it all? Who's the angel? We don't need to know all that. I know we don't need to, but don't you want to? Like, What are they trying to achieve? Like, What's the point I of this? I don't care. I don't care. Okay. It's over. It's done. We can get on with our lives. You can go back to university. You can finish your degree. I'm not sure about that. Well, whatever, but you can have a normal life. Get a job, get a mortgage, have some kids. I'm not sure about that Well, all don't then. Go to live in Denmark. Become a full-time activist influencer or whatever. Write articles for The Guardian. Post videos of yourself cooking vegan curries made from vegetables. What scraps. are you even talking about? <sighs> that you have options. So do you. Yeah. Deliveroo or Just Eat, except I don't even have a bike. Mate, you just solved a major national security crisis. What's my reward? Not going to prison if I'm lucky. Take. Look, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm sorry. I'm being a twat and I don't like it. Okay. Okay. Back in London, and even the weather's gone weird. It's practically a mini heatwave. I'm on the pavement outside my mum and dad's house. I watch them through the window, drinking herbal tea on the sofa and watching the rolling news on their massive TV. I know how they're going to react when I ring the doorbell. Relief, tears, and a tiny bit of fear. What went wrong? I look at the clock. I'm addicted now. Eight hours, 59 minutes and 22 seconds to go. A message pings up on my phone. Coyote, I need to talk to you. Coyote won't answer my calls. He's gone full paranoid. Tells me to buy a burner and call him on that. Then he gives me an address. His sister's house. I ask if it's about Lady Sarah, but he says he can't say anymore till I get there. An anonymous pebble dash on terrace. I ring the bell. Coyote peers out. Looking nervy. Okay. Yeah, you told me to. He hesitates on the doorstep. I push past him into the hallway. So what's going on? What did you find? Immediately I realise I have made a big mistake. A man pushes the door shut behind me. And from the shadows of the hallway, 
she steps forward. Jess. No, I'm guessing she's not your sister. Yeah, my uh, sister lives in Luton. I'm back on the sofa in my flat. Two days ago, I thought I'd never see this place again. How many hours have I spent sitting in this exact spot playing GTA and drinking cider? Hmm. Don't sound too bad, actually. The doorbell rings. Who the hell's that? I'm rooting through the cupboards. Liv's checking out the view of my 10th floor window. I wonder what my nan would have made of this woman, standing in her lounge with her shiny hair and her expensive-looking black coat. I, I haven't really got much in. I think there's a few uh, peppermint tea bags. Haven't you got anything stronger? Oh. I think a drink's in order, don't you? Mm. Um, well, I've, I've only got this. I'm holding up a dusty old bottle Maya bought me for Christmas years ago. It, it was it was a bit of a joke present, actually. There's nothing funny about Bailey's. God, that's smooth. Mm, it's quite nice, actually. Mm. Here's to you, 007. I'm sorry we didn't catch the, uh, what have you call them? Perps? That bad guy? You did exactly what I asked you to do. God knows what would have happened if you hadn't shown up when you did. We'll find them soon. What about the angel? Mm, that's not up to me. I work within specifically defined boundaries. And you trust your superiors? Maybe it's old-fashioned, but yeah, I do. I trust that we're all working towards the same aim. Which is? And to keep the British people safe and secure. Does that make me extremely basic? No, no. I think it's kind of cool. So, what next? I don't know. We could, um, get a pizza. I meant in life. Oh, oh, well, um, well, I thought I might sign on. I think we can do a bit better than that. What about you? Well, work my way up to head of the service, get a damehood, bang out some spy novels and then drink myself to death in Corsica. Good plan. Mm. I mean, I'm joking, but I'm also not. So, don't you want... What? Uh, no, sorry, I, uh, uh, I don't think you're supposed to ask that anymore. Oh, what? A family. Little Ophelia and Mr. Fluffykins the cockapoo. Well, yeah. I actually just signed the decree absolute on my divorce, so I'm good for all that. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. No, no, no need to be sorry. It was 100% my decision. After we got married, something happened to him. What? He became obsessed with storage. Storage? Yeah, storage and appliances. Kept saying we should invest in a Miele dishwasher because they last for decades and he was not going to give in to the tyranny of planned obsolescence. I had this image of him fixing our three grand dishwasher in 20 years' time and I literally couldn't breathe. Wow. I mean, I like order, but not that much. And here I am. <clears throat> Top me up. Uh, yeah, why did you come? Aren't you a bit high level to be picking up phones and car keys. I just wanted to make sure you were thoroughly debriefed. Did you really just say that? Yeah, I did. Are you going to report me for inappropriate behaviour, you little snowflake? Not this time. She reaches forward to grab my T-shirt and pulls me towards her. 
escape is not an option. The guy at the door was twice my size. Jess makes me hand over my phones. Some dude walks off with them, leaving me untraceable. We go into the living room. Young techie guys are hunched over laptops on every surface. Have a seat, if you can find one. Jess is flicking through the news channels on a large TV. One of the Republican presidential candidates is talking. The billionaire Christian tech bro. I refuse to believe that. Is this how we want to live? Is this what we want? To be dragged back into the dark ages of socialism? People coming and taking our money, our homes, everything that we've worked for? Jess is shaking her head with contempt. While she's distracted, I corner Coyote. How long have you been in on all this? Since just before you came to the flat. Thanks a lot. You I told did. you to leave, you didn't listen. So you betrayed us. You threatened to bring my fingers. I didn't mean it. Well, they threatened me too, and they did mean it. What about all that Lady Sarah stuff? Was that all bullshit? No, and she doesn't know about it, so keep your voice down. No whispering, please, children. Oh, don't get angry with Coyote. All we did was ask him to keep an eye on you and pop a little tracker in your car. A tracker? Yes, babe, you can get them on Amazon these days. But why just lead us straight to them? I was ready for them to be found. You know I'm working with the security services, right? They know you killed Alex and they're on their way here right now. Really? Because we've got your phones and you didn't make any calls or send any messages. Or maybe you popped into a phone box on the way. Who's Lady Sarah Ferrer? Cody spins round, looks at me like, what the actual? Jess switches off the TV and turns to me. Ah, <gasps> you uncovered my secret identity. Why did you go to the Sun Valley Conference? Hmm, very good. Was that you, Coyote? But he just stares at his screen, suddenly busy. <sighs> Sneaky little triple agent. So is that where you met the angel? The what? The silent partner that, you know, whoever's paying for all this. <laughs> He's no angel, I can assure you. Right, how are we getting on, boys? Uh, yeah, nearly there. I look at the screens the lads are working on. One has close-up footage of Richard Dunning. A second has the fund manager guy. A third, the online betting dude. Their faces in extreme close-up, contorted with hate. In the corner, there's a skinny kid programming the blocky figure to do his little jig. What's that about? The Lord of Misrule? An avatar. But why? Want to connect with the Gen Zs and the Alphas. Also, it's a bit weird, a bit crazy. Crazy's good for clicks. Is this what this is about? Clicks? Attention is the most precious commodity. Right, come on, guys, we really need this to drop. Uh, ten minutes. What's going to drop? She turns to look at me. Some hot spores. I'm hungry. Are you hungry? Right. Let's go get some chips. My treat. We're walking down the street towards a kebab shop. Just the two of us. I keep wondering if I should bolt. But maybe it's not just the two of us. Maybe she's got backup on every corner. Are you going to kill me? <laughs> or shot Alex in the head? I'm not actually a violent person. What? I'm a vegan. A vegan murderer? Yeah. It's like carbon offsetting. Think of all the cows and pigs I didn't kill. What's one little human life? Who are you? I'm exactly what we need right now. What does that even mean? Oh, why does everybody need a backstory? Can't I just say enigmatic things and be a bit anonymous? A sexy anonymous force. Are you flirting with me? Do you want me to be flirting with you? I want to know what you're doing. I'm trying to save the human race, babe. By radicalising vulnerable young men and kidnapping rich dudes. We go into a kebab shop. She orders chips. We wait in the corner of the room opposite the donor. 
On the screen, there's a clip of the Lord of Misrule's clock. Three hours to go. Look, if you want my origin story, is this. I made an objective assessment of the situation and calculated the best course of action. Usually, the thing that's going to kill everyone is some big bat, right? Thanos or Blofeld or... Ming the Merciless. Mm, old school. Some angry guy who wants to wipe out half the planet so that he can take revenge on the world that ignored him or restore cosmic balance or get high on power. Yeah, there's still plenty of them around. I'm sure. Just like always. Acting out their childhood issues and waning testosterone by building stuff and killing people. But the thing about right now is what's actually going to wipe out half of humanity is... Drum roll... Just carrying on like we are. The status quo and their own apathy. Loads of people want change. Not fast enough. Look, you want psychology. Right. I had a completely normal upbringing. No abuse, no trauma, no one touching my parents before my eyes. My dad worked for the council and my mum was a maths teacher. The only exceptional thing was me. The trouble genius. Mm, I was a weird kid. Never had any friends. Until I worked out how to get them. Oh my god, I love your earrings. Babe, I really think you and Connor would be great together, etc, etc, etc. Wow. Yeah, probably someone would diagnose me with something. Anyway, fast forward a decade, I'm working as a trader. Naturally. Yep, analysing the markets, making money for people who've already got tons. Anyway, I start to realise the scale of the problem. Which is, well, things are not going to change. The people who own the world are not taking care of it. The richest 20 people produce 8,000 times more carbon than the poorest billion. And they'll be dead by the time it all goes to shit. Yeah, meanwhile, hundreds of children die from poverty every hour. But it's too much to get our heads around. There's too much to distract us. It's easier to look away than get up and do something. Just refresh Instagram, go out, get wasted, watch all 201 episodes of The American Office on a loop, or just really hone your self-care regime. So how do you make them look? It's not enough to get people's heads. You need to get their hearts, their souls, their bodies. It can't just be worthy. It, a bunch of statistics just ain't going to cut it. You need to get them by the pelvic floor. How? Make it exciting. The Bailey's is finished. We're lying on the floor of the living room. You know, you should really get some pictures. I know. Maybe some furniture. I mean... I like minimalism, but... Well, it used to be my land's flat. Mm. This place just got even sexier. <laughs> I got rid of all her stuff and I painted it white and then... I didn't know what to do. Go on Pinterest, make a mood board. I guess... I just don't know... What? Who I am, really. God, sorry. <laughs> this is bad pillow talk. I, I think you're a good man, and we need good people. For what? To keep the chaos at bay. She reaches for her phone. <sighs> oh shit! What? It's all kicking off. We're back on the street, eating our chips in the evening sun. I didn't realise how hungry I was. Do you know what day it is today? Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Pancake day. Do you know the other thing they used to do on Shrove Tuesday? Nope. Riot. In the 17th century, London was full of apprentices. Unpaid, beaten by their masters. This was their one day off. Play football, and then they go crazy. 
As we walk along, I notice that everyone seems to be looking at their phones. I mean, I know there always are, but something is different about it. The way they're looking. The problem in those days is who they target when they ride. They'd attack the brothels and the theatres. Why? To cleanse society. But that's not who needs to be cleansed from society. They were going for the bottom. They should have been going for the top. What is all this? This is not good. Two hours, five minutes and 59 seconds on the clock. Online, the world is on fire. The Lord of Misrule is carpet bombing the internet with content. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. As fast as any platform can shut it down, it pops up somewhere else. And then it gets shared. WhatsApp, Signal, Reddit, Telegram. It's impossible to stop it. Clips of the men in captivity speaking their horrible truths. This billionaire inherited Arthur Wiltshire. I feel sorry for you. What a pitiful, pathetic generation you are. What a bunch of self-righteous, narcissistic little pricks you are, aren't you? This billionaire took a £60 million bonus while paying 70% of his staff less than a living wage. It's not your fault if you're born poor, but if you die poor, that's your fault. This billionaire ran one of the banks the government bailed out with £500 billion of your cash. The grown-ups need to be in charge. This billionaire sells sniper rifles to Russia, Libya, Saudi Arabia. That's the way the world works. 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 Well, not anymore, it's not. Put your shoes on, kids. It's time to go out and play. And play. Jesus, what the hell is that? It's the landline. Hello? Oh, thank God. Coyote, is that you? Got Maya, man. Just got Maya. What? Where? They went out with chips. They never came back. What? When? Like, like an hour ago. And the angel. Uh, I think I worked out who he is. He was at some valley. What are you talking about? It's this billionaire evangelical guy who's running for president. Matt Finch. He used to be in cyber security, but now he's into a real oh, world. Right, slow, slow down. The dude's got an army, man. Jess opens up the back door. Come on, then. Where are we going? Don't worry. Didn't no one ever tell you not to get in the back of vans with strangers? We're not strangers. I just told you my life story. And I already know yours. I look at her. And into the van. There are shadowy figures inside. It looks like they're wearing masks. I promise you one thing. What? It won't be boring. I step into the darkness. Jess gets in, slamming the door shut behind her. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.